54 degrees now in Bedford and Roanoke and Salem, 53 in Lynchburg, 55 in Danville, 53 in Appomattox. So uh, before we went into break, Mm -hmm. we were uh, sharing some speeching, speech making from the president. Right. From the United States of El Camino, El Camino, or Camaro, we don't know. Um, of course, uh, he had his uh, celebratory speech about his oh yeah his uh, Inflation Reduction Act, right? Kind of poorly timed, yeah, because the markets were melting down at the time. Correct. Took a twelve hundred so, point loss, right? Yeah, like it was. If he had picked a, a worse, t- I don't think he could have. If he had tried to. Um, so it was interesting because CNN cut away. Oh yeah, they did. I, I mean, I heard about it. I this. mean, it was like, uh, yeah, they, uh, they even said that the speech touting the success mm-hmm. of the Inflation Reduction Act was poorly timed, yep. noting the, uh, the collapse of the stock market earlier in the day mm-hmm. the latest consumer price index report was released showing inflation rose 8.3 percent in august yep. the biden administration chose that afternoon to hold a celebration mm-hmm. of the democrats inflation reduction act on the white house lawn could you be any more clueless okay but you, they get by with it so i guess they think it doesn't you, matter you, you've teed up my illustration here just just let me interject here okay. just for a moment. All right. Can you imagine? Okay. We saw the movie Titanic. Yes. Okay. They were I, such I could, a big. Let me just put, let me just say this okay. about that. I didn't make it through the movie Titanic either. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tapped out. Did you really? On that one. Well, it was like a three hour film. Mm. Uh, but the, the, the big glorious celebration of this boat that was even God couldn't sink. You know, that was one of the right, statements. Right. Yeah. The and unsinkable. The unsinkable Titanic. And, you know, we all know how the story ends here. But it is like the captain of the Titanic, once that puppy has hit the iceberg and it's starting to split up and sink, Mm -hmm. is that he is still touting how great this ship is and that God couldn't even sink it while it's sinking. Well, but to me, that's what I see when I see the president. Giving the speech he gave yesterday and the stock markets because of inflation, 8.3% or 8.1%. In August. In August. That means three months in a row. Does that mean we're in a recession? I don't think so. They changed the definition. They keep saying no. You know. The difference between us and the Titanic is at least the Titanic still had their lights on. I mean, we don't even have our lights on. (laughs) Good point. At least the the Titanic still had lights on as it was going down, (laughs) if you see the visuals. I mean, good Lord, in Texas, they don't even have that. Yeah, and uh, and, and we don't have enough lifeboats. For sure. uh, For this country. Well, it's interesting because... The folks on CNN said um, it was unfortunate visuals for the president. Right. I mean, they can they soothe out yep. everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what they say. Okay, you're listening there to uh, President Biden at the White House. He's uh, celebrating the passage of the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. Uh, says he's been fighting big pharma for decades, but there's this unfortunate split screen right now uh, with the Dow <laughs> taking a total beating down more than 1,200 points. Uh, kind of hard to celebrate for some people. Yep. Um, but that's what they do. Yep. This is exactly what they do: mm-hmm. is they make reasons, um, make up excuses. But I'm telling you, well. When you look at why people are voting the way that they're voting, right. this has a lot to do with sure. it. Now, your mainstream media, 
mm-hmm. is going to try to make it all about abortion. Right. That's they're going to work yeah, overboard for sure. For sure. to try to make sure that that's what it is. And I'm afraid that is going to work in places. Right. They went to Pennsylvania and uh, asked people whether or not they plan to vote Democratic or Republican in the upcoming midterm elections and what issues were influencing their decisions. Um. One local told uh, a reporter, Democrat, because I feel like they're going to better protect our country in their Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pro-choice. Right. Then another one said uh, he was going to vote Republican. Look around, watch the news. It's awful. I can't do it anymore. Right. Every time you go to the gas pump, yeah, I want to smack somebody. Um, I I mean, the lieutenant governor, John Fetterman, holds a five-point lead over Dr. Oz, yeah. which is just unbelievable and, and he to me. Is, I mean, the guy can barely put a couple Coo-coo of sentences. Ka-choo. He also he's a leftist, wants to John. serve the um, United States of Kamara. Kamara, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he had a stroke. I mean, why he's still in the race, I don't know. Well, because they got another Joe. The poll also found voters found abortion access almost as important as the economy and inflation. That is nuts. Are you freaking kidding me? God, well, God's already judging our nation. If if we go down this road, I think we're we're that could be the last nail in the coffin. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. This guy uh, knows a little bit about finances. The old rocker. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, you know, Janet there made a good comment that on the Titanic, it had a slight song, but another thing, it didn't back up and hit the iceberg over yeah. and over again. Uh, yeah. Great point, Rocker. Great point. And, and, and when you, and this reminds me of when I was uh, a school teacher years ago, and a kid got a zero percent on a fifty-question true-false test. Mm-hmm. Now, if he had just guessed the questions, he would have got maybe twenty-five right. Right. But he got everyone wrong, and it struck me he knew the answers. He was just trying to tick me off by getting literally everyone wrong. Right. And so, in this administration, when every decision is the worst decision possible, it means they knew what would be the right thing, and they did the opposite, literally. Yeah. How else could this, how else could this screw up every single time? What on uh, earth? Are you on your Vespa? What are you... <laughs> uh, I'm in the car at the moment. Oh, okay, because we're hearing a lot of of noise of some sort. Oh, a lot of noise. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. No, but I mean, I, we we hear what you're saying. We get it for sure, no doubt. Um, thank you. The stock market doesn't just run on on uh, financials. It runs on emotion. Right. In fact, it runs a lot on emotion. Well, it run, runs runs only on emotion, not logic. So, people are afraid when the, when prices are going up, up, up. It's not just that the market is going down because of fear; it's just because people are taking money out of the market mm-hmm. to pay for for staples like food, rent, and so on. Right. That's and, exactly uh, right. Four hundred one k's. People even taking money out of there and paying penalties just to survive because of this inflation, mm-hmm. which again is contrived. So there we go. We don't have, I don't think we have incompetence. I think we have treason because the, the voluntary act of trying to destroy America 
Right. Right. Thanks so much for calling in this morning. We really appreciate it. Yeah, um, we appreciate it. He was talking about them uh, voting on a motion. One woman said, uh, this, these are these are the kinds of, of comments that just make me want to just snap like a twig. Uh, one woman named Roxy, Roxy said she'd vote Democrat in part because she doesn't want someone who doesn't live here and is from Turkey. Oh, are you talking about the two million that are coming over our borders illegally? Well, she's ta- Dr. Oz holds dual citizenship. Oh, big deal. And uh, and he said he we would renounce his Turkish citizenship if elected oh, to Senate. Um, I mean, are you kidding me? Really? You don't want you don't want somebody who's not from this country, and then you've got Biden letting in All these millions of people. I mean, it's, it's just there's no logic to it. it. Just oh my gosh. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Good morning, Doctor Harb. Hey, Janet, Mark. Hey, um. So a patient comes into the office yesterday, and he had gone to the emergency room a couple of weeks ago to the Central Hospital, you know, Lynchburg General Hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, well, you know, I said, well, how was your experience? And he said, uh, well, when I went in there, they uh, started asking me all the typical questions, you know, my age, my date of birth. And then they got to the question, uh, are you uh, pregnant? And <laughs> this is a guy who, yeah, this is a patient of mine who's a, he's a tough, big guy, an ex-Marine. And I said, they asked you what? And he says, yes, they asked me if I was pregnant. And the so nurse said, um, now we have to ask everybody if they're pregnant, if they're a male or female coming into the emergency room nowadays. So asinine. Even if, even if you're obviously. <laughs> so anyway, I said, wow, that's, uh, that's pretty, uh, pretty astonishing. You know what? I'm, so, if, yeah, so, if I'm asked that next time I'm in there. Yes, I'm just going to yes, say yes. I am. Yeah. Yes, I'm pregnant. I mean, look at my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah. No, I haven't gone through menopause. Yeah, look- Look at my stomach. Look at my stomach. Uh, yeah, that's uh, right. Hey, <laughs> hey, one other quick thing. Yeah. Uh, did you, I sent an, uh, there's there's a really good article in American Thinker I sent to you, Mark. It was uh, Dr. Woke or Dr. Smart. Did yes. you see that one? Yeah, Janet and I yeah. looked at that yeah. yesterday. I, I said I read the headline. Yeah. I said I don't need to read the article to tell you my answer. That was my thing when, when they were talking about Trump. You know, uh, one yeah. of the, the best doctors my mother ever had was a complete jackass. I would not want to have dinner yeah. with the man, but he saved my mother's yeah. life. There you go. You know, exactly. um, so. one has nothing to do with the other. Well, you, you've talked to yeah, us but, before, Dr. Harb, about some of the uh, the things even going on in Richmond that, that you've noticed over right. the years. And I, I, we're, headed right. down, we're headed down this road. I mean, and, and I don't oh, know if no there's doubt. any turning back. Yeah, I don't. It's going to be tough to turn back. I mean, it's going it's going to take uh, total reversal in the midterms, and then then in twenty four to get maybe somebody like Ron DeSantis in there. Yeah, and then maybe we can uh, have the sense enough to turn back. But we really got to do all that to turn back. I think. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for calling in this morning. As always, thank you, sir. It, uh, it it's pretty amazing. The mainstream media is is bending over backwards. Mm-hmm to try to make sure that they're doing everything they can right. to scare people into voting mm-hmm. for Democrats, despite yeah. the fact that we can't afford to put food on our table and everything is like through the roof. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get over just the cost of, of foods and everyday goods. Right. It's just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about that when we come back. Now, um, we've got uh, folks on MSNBC saying, Jesus Christ, didn't have any objection to abortion what I'll have it in his own words all right 
Joe Scarborough. Oh, yes. What a delight. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Jesus never once talked about abortion. Never once. And it was happening back in ancient times. It was happening during his time. Never once mentioned it. And for people perverting the gospel of Jesus Christ down to one issue, it's heresy. Go, if you don't believe me, if that makes you angry, why don't you do something you haven't done in a long time? Open the Bible, open the New Testament, read the red letters. You won't see it there. Wow. Uh, that is uh, that is Joe Scarborough on Morning Joe uh, trying to school Christians on the fact that Jesus wouldn't have an objection to an abortion because he didn't specifically address it as that uh, in the Bible. Uh, he says he was raised Southern Baptist, and he may be a backsliding Baptist, but he knows the Bible, and uh, and he says that it was uh, that it's just hearsay, and that people are perverting the gospel of Jesus Christ. I I cannot believe that he had the audacity to come on television and say something like that. Uh, nobody is making the Bible about one issue here. Um, there are many, many, many things in the Bible that we are getting wrong right mm. now, Joe. Yeah. Uh, bearing false witness, but be one of them. Your show covers that pretty oh, well. Oh, real good. Uh, let's talk about, you know, what does the Bible say? Okay. And, and in all honesty, it's not... The Bible is not made up just of the red letters, Joe. There are many, <laughs> many, many different scriptures that address these things. The first and foremost is uh, is you shouldn't kill. Mm-hmm. You do not kill. Period. That's, I mean, no, that's, that's, that's pretty repeatedly big one. mentioned mm-hmm. in there. Thou shalt not. Um, it says in Isaiah talks about now this is Old Testament of mm-hmm. course uh, their bows will slaughter the young men they will have no mercy on the fruit of the womb their eyes will not pity children mm. he goes on in that interview to talk about uh, how people completely ignore uh, the, the Jesus's words where it says you're supposed to protect the the helpless and the oh, and baby's the weak. pretty helpless right? uh, yeah a baby is pretty pretty innocent pretty pretty helpless Joe Um uh, but for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, the idolaters, the mm. liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire Ooh. and sulfur, which Dang. is the second death. Wow. I mean. Sound like brimstone there. Well, uh, that's New Testament. Mm-hmm. Well, Psalm 139, we were fearfully and wonderfully made. Right. I mean, that's talking about being knitted together by God in, in our mom's wombs. Right. And uh, yeah, and and in Matthew, Jesus said, "You shall not murder. You shall not murder." That's a red line there, Joe. It's pretty clear. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, th- I think you need to pick up your Bible and, and read it again. Um, I, I can't even believe that he got on TV and said Did that. he say he was a backslidden Southern Baptist? Yeah, that's what that he would, said. That would be about right. He probably falls in that camp in the Southern Baptists that don't believe every word in the Bible anyways. And, and this is the one that I really want to make sure that we mention. I okay. mean, we could spend all day just talking sure. about what the Bible says about this. But it says, you were formed my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb i praise you i am fearfully and wonderfully made wonderful are your works my soul knows it very well that's the bottom line every child that they're advocating to murder was fearfully and wonderfully made he is known Mm -hmm. and and you're a murderer sorry that's just the way it is so he can say what he wants to but jesus said don't murder and when you advocate for abortion especially i'm not talking about the day after pill and things like that i'm talking about abortion Mm -hmm. you're murdering Mm -hmm. period and you can find forgiveness and grace and all that from god i oh my gosh you and i both know of course you can plenty of people that have have you know they still mourn what would have been the probably could have been and what might have been right and and so and look Abortion is no greater sin than any other sin. Mm-hmm. All sins are out there. You know, you, if you get out there and you lie about someone, you bear force, false witness. Yeah. That is as big a lie as as abortion is. The problem sure. is we don't call sin sin no, anymore. No, not anymore. Nope. 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Hey, guys. Hey, um, I guess this is Trucker Allen. Um I guess Joe Scarborough didn't think about that intern that uh, supposedly he murdered no. and got away with it. Uh, yeah, that's that's know, a story out there that won't go away. It seems he's got a little well, bit of a problem. Well, I mean, and well, he's too busy. You know how I feel. You know, and I. Well, you were saying about that line. He's lying all the time on that channel. I know. I exactly. mean, and, and and Biden is lying, and and then then you got. This this thing with Mike Lindell, they won't let Mike Lindell go on the January 6th commission, even though they come and took his phone from him the other <laughs> day, the FBI. Yeah, sure. But it's weird that the FBI don't go after Hunter Biden, which is still, you know, that just... And you were saying they're a good rank-and-file FBI agents, Mark, yesterday, and I, I'm like, well, they're doing this stuff like going after Mike Lindell, these agents. And I, I've been, I had a dealing with a FBI agent once when I was in Kernersville, North Carolina, and mm-hmm. he he said he was going to make up stuff on me if I didn't go if I didn't quit asking questions, and I didn't have anything to do with anything. You had an FBI agent say questions. he was going to make up things to say about you. Yeah, yep, yep. He had uh, he knew every single thing I'd done, the girl I was dating, and they had been uh, I I was. Uh, hanging out with these guys at work and i didn't know they were running drugs i was naive mm-hmm. kid at the time you know in my early 20s so i didn't know they were running guns and drugs and stuff with the fbi agent that i was friends with he he was um drinking and smoking weed and everything which i never did that he kept asking me about it and i was like that's weird but then he arrested the guys that i was friends with at the place i worked at and um I was asking questions because it was weird that Mark was all of a sudden an FBI agent, and he, um, 
you know, he was doing all this crazy stuff, drinking and drinking and driving, and I saw him do all kinds of bad behavior. And I was asking about the FBI guy. (laughs) Well, I I was asking about, you know, what happened. He, you know, and he, the the main FBI guy told me, he said, we'll make up stuff about you if you don't, if you don't quit asking questions. And I'm like, uh, okay. And I've, I've just never trusted the FBI ever since that. That was like, uh, late 80s, I guess. But I was about 21 or 22, so I was a stupid kid. But No, I, I mean, uh, I, I understand that, and I appreciate the call. I, the, the rank and file, and I'll say it again. I'm just a very boring person. I've never right, had anything right. like that happen. Um, you know, there there are the ones in the leadership are corrupting. And, you know, the head, what, are the, what is the old saying about the, the fish, the head, if it right. rots, it, it can corrupt the, the whole thing. I mean, if they're given orders to do well, something, I, just, they may I not. can't. I can't believe that everybody in the FBI is a a, a bad right. No, I don't. Person I don't think a bad so. seed. But uh, we're going to talk about that story with Mike Lindell. We're going to have uh, uh, some audio from him. Okay. Uh, coming up here in a little bit, talking right. about what he's been going through. Oh yeah. Uh, with the FBI, he's taking a big hit he, on so he many has, levels. He is. Uh, and we're also going to have that information. I, I spoke with a listener yesterday who, quite frankly, is intimidated about calling in. She's afraid it'll uh, ruin her business. Yeah. Uh, I think there's sad. a lot of people. It is sad. Uh, there's mm. a lot of people who feel that way. Yeah. And and it's it's unfortunate because sometimes you end up feeling kind of alone yeah. uh, out there. But I'll, I'll share some of the insights that she gave us. And we'll have that Lindell uh, comment as well. Okay. So. 731, uh, Kimberly McBroom will have some stories coming up from WDVJ7, CBS News Brief coming up. And a listener called in about the James Crossing apartments. I'll see if I can split that story open a little bit for you guys. She's very concerned for those living at James Crossing. We'll do all that here coming up out of the break. 54 degrees now in Appomattox. Uh, Danville has 56. Salem and Roanoke, 54. Bedford, 54, as does Lynchburg. It's lovely. Mm. I love it. Yeah, yeah, nice. Long pants today. Mm-hmm. Well, I, uh, you know, we discussed that I that I wore long pants, yeah, well, and, 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 and it came break, out almost sound like I said, I'm wearing pants today, like, yeah, yeah. like I don't normally yeah, wear pants. I, I had to put on pants today. <laughs> yeah, Indeed. All right. Uh, town of Amherst preparing to vote on how it will spend the funding awarded from the American Rescue Plan, $2.2 million. The town said they're planning to spend most of it on upgrades to their water treatment plant for the town. Uh, the current plant can take months for its final step in removing sludge from its water, but the upgrade will speed that up to just take uh, a few hours. Uh, Sarah McGuffin is the town manager for the town of Amherst, says it's a much-needed upgrade. Says we will be able to put that sludge into a giant salad spinner, which is a, a centrifuge, which will spin that sludge, pushing the water out, mm. and uh, that will make the plant more cost, energy, and environmentally efficient. And the planned upgrade was expected in 2030, but that funding is going to move it up seven years. Uh, council is set to vote uh, on that this week. Okay. United Way of Rona kicked off its new campaign yesterday morning and an ambitious goal. Uh, the supporters of the United Way gathered at Fitzpatrick Hall at the Jefferson Center. The event honored businesses and individual donors for their support of the United Way concerning uh, the community of the Roanoke Valley. The organization announced a $2 million goal for 2022-23 campaign. Alicia Childress is the Vice President of Resource Development for the United Way of the Roanoke Valley. Uh, we're really excited and pumped. 
she said yesterday, and we want to reach that goal and even surpass it. The United Way of Roanoke raised $1.9 million last year, and organizers are optimistic for the community will top the new number, which is $2 million and beyond, hopefully, this year. Well, a judge made a decision regarding the Rockbridge County gas station explosion trial yesterday. Uh, Philip Ray Westmoreland is facing several counts of involuntary manslaughter after an explosion at the South River Market on May 10th of 2019 that killed four people, including the owner of the store. The record stated that Westmoreland was the driver of the truck that delivered the fuel to the gas station. He was arrested in March of 2021. Uh, Rob Dean, Westmoreland's defense attorney, states he hopes there won't be a second trial. Uh, Westmoreland still enjoys the presumption of innocence. He is presumed to be innocent. Uh, A jury could not convict him after a lengthy two-week trial where the Commonwealth called 31 witnesses. He is still considered legally innocent and not guilty of charges unless and until a jury reads a unanimous verdict to convict him. It will be up to the Commonwealth whether or not a second trial will take place. So was it, um, you know, accident Mm -hmm. or was it something where he didn't do his job like he was supposed to negligence Uh, sounds like they couldn't come to that conclusion yeah so we had a listener call us a little while ago and she was very concerned what uh, what happened on sunday residents of the james crossing apartments the 828 building were given 48 hours to to move on uh, because of uh, the building being condemned by the fire marshal. I mean, mold. Yeah, mold, roaches, roaches yeah. just nasty, nasty stuff. They're treating us like we did something wrong. One of the residents said, Teresa Bryan, she said, it's been like living, we've been living in hell uh, as a 828 resident. You know, she described the apartments and, you know, the photographs on this particular, uh, you know, website just shows all the mold and all the, the nastiness. Uh, we have nowhere to go. It's very disturbing to think, that we're just supposed to uproot our families and lifestyles, uh, said one particular resident, Terry Hendricks, a resident for seven years. Uh, folks like Hendrick and Bryant are also fighting, you know, this 48-hour clock, which expired yesterday. So not sure where all that stands. Hopefully, people are going to step up. There's some churches, hopefully, and organizations to at least give these folks some transitional housing until they can figure out what's going on. Our, our one listener called in again. And, uh, and just she was very, very concerned and worried uh, for those that were in that building and, and what their fate would be. Well, Ramp uh, Church is mm-hmm. is working to help them. And hopefully, uh, you know, if there's if you want to donate in that way, mm-hmm. you can certainly go there. Of course, now that is um, uh, subsidized housing and there right. are some some other options out there. But it's still to be able to turn your life upside down in mm-hmm. two weeks. I mean, kids are in school and. Right. Um, even though they clearly don't need to be living in that yeah, yeah. building. Yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty bad stuff. And uh, and it doesn't seem like the management is being very helpful with them at all. So mm-hmm. hopefully um, they can get some, some help here sooner rather than later. later yeah. So what we were talking before we went into break mm-hmm. uh, about you know some of the things that are going on. A lot of people talking about this um, uh, Mike Lindell story. Yeah. Where... Um, people they've really gone after him yes they've gone after his business you've got all the woke department stores they pulled Uh, yeah they pulled pulled his product yep uh, which i think is interesting since you know maybe bed bath and beyond you should have kept that Mm -hmm. in there because they're shutting down Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, here's a little bit from uh, an interview with Mike Lindell on Flashpoint, where he kind of explains what he went through with the FBI. And they enjoy, as the gentlemen have talked about, hearing the truth. We always bring you the truth as we know it, the best that we can find. And so we're going to keep doing that. So thank you for watching. Right now, Mike Lindell joins us from Minneapolis. Uh, Mike, please tell us what happened tonight. Well, I was coming back from Iowa this morning, got up at four in the morning to go teal hunting in Iowa with my friend and coming back from Iowa this afternoon, we pulled into a Hardee's in Mankato, Minnesota. We were about halfway home coming back to uh, my uh, my uh, corporate here and uh, we pulled into a Hardee's to uh, get something to eat and as we, the guy said, can you pull up there and wait? Our food was getting done. Well, a car pulled out in front of us sideways like this. And I said to my buddy, I looked at the driver and I said, I said, that's either a bad guy or it's it's FBI or something. There's something strange here. And it looked like he wasn't even looking at us. Then another one pulled up to our right. So we kind of boxed in. Then another one came flying into the drive through up behind us. And I stuck my, I opened the door, I'm up against the wall, and I said, who are you? And he said, FBI, I said, I want to see badges. And uh, so they held up badges, all three cars, and then they pulled over, pulled up between them. And then, so there was four FBI's, a lady, three guys, and uh, they all, uh, you know, coming at me, they're going, uh, I said, so am I getting arrested? Because I've been saying on my show, you know what? Why don't the FBI come and arrest me? I got all the evidence. I'll just throw it out there. I'm tired of of, of, of media outlets not talking about all the evidence we have. Everything, it's over, everybody, if they just report it. Well, she goes, well, Mike, we're not going to arrest you. And uh, he starts asking me questions about Colorado, about the Mesa County image that's up on Frank's speech that shows what's inside the Dominion machine, and it's the Tina Peters story. And I go, um, that's old news. I said, I didn't even meet Tina Peters until the cyber symposium. That was over a year ago. Well, asked me a couple questions, and then he, he um, they were actually not too bad for, you know, they weren't, they weren't, um, I, they were actually nice guys. And they, uh, and, uh, and uh, he says, uh, but I got, he goes, I got bad news. I, he goes, I got to take your cell phone. I go, well, no. I said, you're not taking my cell phone. Everything I do is runs off my cell phone. I don't have a computer. All my companies, my foundation, my Lindell Recovery Network, Frank Speech, my, my pillow. I said, this is just another weaponization to attack yep. my pillow. Then we start talking. I go, why do you guys attack companies like my pillow that are employee owned? You've done nothing but attack us, but you protect companies like Crooked Dominion, Smartmatic, and all these. And the FBI goes, Mike, we got to take your phone. I said, show me your. So they show me the subpoena I got here. And then uh, I says, well, I want to call a lawyer. I said, you guys, I said, if I don't give you my phone, will you arrest me? You know, I said, because I'm, I'm serious. I'm going, I've done nothing wrong. Why should you get to have my phone? Mm-hmm. And all I'm doing is want to get rid of these, these voting machines. And, uh, so then I called the attorney and he goes, Mike, give him give him the phone. And I go, no, I don't want to give him the phone. And he he says, well, you know, well, give him the phone and we'll work it out. So tomorrow morning we're going to serve paper to try and get the phone back. But they took they took everything is in that phone. And I, and then I said to him, um, can I do a backup? No, you can't. And 
Um, and then I started reading the subpoena, Dominion, Dominion, Dominion. You know, it's funny, Gene, is everything they asked for in here, I've already given Dominion. You guys got to realize, I gave them all the discovery right. so they could look bad to the nation because they've given, you know what they've given? Zero, everybody. Zero. Wow. I'll tell you what. I'm that, sorry. I said Gestapo. It is. Can you imagine? First of all, you're just in the line at the Hardee's. Yeah. You just want your chicken yeah. fingers. And you think maybe you're going to get robbed. A and car you've got to be boxed in by three. You're going to send three FBI cars. After the pillow guy. To the Hardee's while he's in line. So he's coming back from being in Iowa. So they've been tracking him. Uh, yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. And then they just took, could you imagine somebody coming up to you and saying, yep, going to need that phone. Go turn that phone over. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. How's he supposed to do his business and do, you know, wouldn't they even let him back it up? Yeah. And yeah. It's almost like you have to have two phones now. I mean, they took, I think, three phones from the guy that um, Yeah, and Project one of them Veritas, needs to be a burner one. Project Veritas. Yeah. You know? But, but Hillary, they literally destroyed the phones with hammers. Right. Oh, and bleach bits her computers, which uh-huh. totally wipes the ones and zeros away. Oh, well, no. Well, uh, no uh, prosecutor in his right mind would prosecute uh, the former secretary of state. That's Comey, who's in on the big, you know. Well, we're talking oh, about, Lordy. we're talking about, you know, voting. Mm-hmm. The machines aren't gone. Right. We got midterms coming up. Yeah. Uh, early voting is set to start in Virginia. Yeah. We've got changes to uh, absentee voting requirements. Right. We're going to talk about that when we return here on the Morning Jam. Hungry for some truth with a side of common sense? You want answers? Then you found the right choice. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. That needs to be our mantra right now, guys. Mm. Uh, can't back down. Uh, we've got to stand the line and we've got to speak the truth to people because there's all these emotions running around out there. Uh, people are being played by the mainstream media. Uh, they are not listening to the true stories uh, right. and reading between the lines as, uh, as they need to be. They're buying into all this stuff coming out of Washington. I mean, even as we're having our worst day uh, with the Dow that we've ever, I mean, uh, like a historic low plummeting of the Dow. Yeah, but Biden was across town celebrating inflation. They were having a party, man, about their Mm anti-inflation. They are killing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, we've just got to to stay the course. Yeah. And make sure that we're doing doing our part. Yes. Now, yesterday, I was speaking to uh, a person who called in, very worked up, a mm-hmm. poll watcher. Uh, and I said, and I, and I end up having this conversation a lot with a lot of you, where 
I say, you need to call in and we need to have this conversation on the air. And they will say, I'm afraid to, mm-hmm. especially if they're business owners. Right. They're afraid yeah. to say anything. They are. Because they're afraid they're going to get canceled. Yep. Um, and, and, I, and I get it. it. It makes it really difficult, though. Um, and believe me, we get it. I, I, I get nasty grams periodically. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, I, I, so I understand where you're coming from. But it is important to speak up. You don't even have to give your name. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you can be anonymous. Um, you can be anonymous when you, when you call in. Uh, we shouldn't have to be. Right. But they were talking about, as a poll watcher, uh, all of the crazy stuff that they saw last election. Right. And how we've got to gear up for the midterms, make sure that people are getting out and voting and doing you know, the right thing, voting their values. And one of the things that she said was, I was never an advocate for early voting. Mm-hmm. But now I am. Because I had so many people the day of have the thing come up and go, oh, you've already voted. And they hadn't already voted. Right, right exactly. So we know there's problems out there, mm-hmm. uh, much of which Mike Lindell has been talking about, which is part of the reason he's you know in trouble. Um, we've got our own issues here in, in Virginia. Not only do we have uh, early voting, that's going to start Friday. Okay. Uh, that means you can show up at your voter registrar's office and vote in person. Uh, it, uh, the, but the, how you cast that val- ballot may vary. It might change. It may look the same. But for the big localities, there is a new buzzword. Okay. Ballot on demand. Okay. In Richmond, they're using a ballot on demand system. Election officials will print your ballot when you arrive for early in-person voting mm-hmm. to ensure no confusion with the changes. You will then put the ballot into the express voting machine, make your selections digitally. After that, your paper ballot returns to you and you drop it off at the traditional ballot counter. Okay. It's a way in which registrars in big localities can ensure that voters are getting the right ballots because reporting absentee ballots by precinct will increase the number of ballot styles dramatically. Richmond now needs 77 different ballots available for early voting because of how many precincts it has. Oh, okay, got it. So they're, you know, they're in the in the process of of uh, uh, working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still need poll workers. They usually okay. need 700 to get the job done, right. and they are still short a few hundred. Wow. Here's the other thing: same day registration and voting law. Yeah, that goes That's into effect else. on October 1st. I think this is the biggest load of bullcrap I've ever heard of. Thank you, Ralph North. Oh yeah, no doubt, Ralphie. Um. I, I keep hoping that Yunkin's going to do something about this one. I hope so. Um, yeah, but we're getting awful close now. Well, we're right there. Yeah, you're. we're up against it. You're yeah. right. Um, and I just have to wonder how this is going to work. You know? I think I'm going to vote early this year. I do. Well, then you could be... Especially after talking yeah. talking to her about about all the stuff that they were, they were seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could actually, you know, work the polls if you wanted. Yeah, if I guess you were that's so true. Well, yeah. I mean, you could do that anyway. You could, true. You, you could vote. I've always voted on the day. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, There's something about voting on the day. Yeah. Of course, you know the the Democrats swarm you with their blue sheets that tell you how to vote. Right. Because you know, I just think they should be outlawed. But that's just me. If you don't come to the table with enough information and sense on how to cast your vote i i just 
I just don't think, don't think it's but right. What I think is interesting is they've got uh, October 9th as the voter registration deadline. Well, how can that be if you've got the whole register and vote the same day? See, thing I, I going know on? That, that doesn't make sense when you said that earlier. I thought, wait. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's just it's just a lot of a lot of confusion. Yeah. I think out there. Uh, in the meantime, we have a lot of people who are doing the early voting mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of that, especially in places like South Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, asking for sixty-six thousand, I think, in North Carolina. Well, that that's where we were. Um, the Democrats. That yeah, was Democrats. just the Democrats. Yeah. And it is far outnumbering th- independents and Republicans. Well, I, that's where I think you have to. That that's where the grassroots needs to get to work. You know, day of voting's great. You know, mm-hmm. drive somebody, all that stuff's great. But it's I think it's the pre-day of voting that that can make the difference. And and Republicans, you better recognize that. You just I mean, if you didn't learn anything from the last election. And Lynn says, if you're so dumb, you need a sheep to help you direct you how to vote. You should be voting. I agree. Well, this guy right here shouldn't be voting either. This is the United States Camara, for God's sake. That's our Camara. president. United States Camara. Yep. He's into Camaras and Corvettes. This is the United States Camara, for God's oh, sake. Oh, Lord. And that wasn't the worst gaffe he had. Oh, I know. He had several in a row. In that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Hey, let's talk about something pleasant, yes, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Go ahead. Uh, former First Lady Melania Trump, yes. uh, she is rolling out a line of limited edition handcrafted Christmas ornaments. Oh, cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, uh, along with corresponding animated uh, non-fungible tokens to celebrate the season, right. she says is filled with hope and inspired by the American experience, not the America, but the American experience and spirit. She is launching the Christmas Star exclusively on MelaniaTrump.com, along with her new American Christmas collection, which features six traditional American Christmas ornaments, along with the ornaments redeemable NFTs. Okay. Uh, They are permanently uh, minted into a blockchain, and and they use eco-friendly proof-of-stake blockchain protocol. I don't know what any of that means. I I don't Uh, either. Once purchased and redeemed... Uh, owners of them can display and save the artwork as collectible if they wish, which okay. they can resell uh, on a secondary market. Here's the cool thing is uh, the money that is going to be raised right. is uh, going to help children, which I think is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. It's going to go uh, towards scholarships for children who are in that foster care community. Oh, nice. It is nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to click on a link. Although there. she has that be best. Um, they, I, I never liked the be best. The be best always oh, drove me nuts. Yeah. It didn't make sense. That was kind of her thing, like yeah. say no and all that. Mm. But but it, it's like something's missing. Be your best. Yeah. They need to work on her yeah. website. I can't I can't link. I can get you, to her Facebook link. Well, it's probably because you have like the Helen Keller font up on, oh, your, stop. on your computer. Stop. <laughs> It's MelaniaTrump.com, anyway, right? If you're if you're a fan, uh, you might want to go and 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 check that out. That might be something that okay. you want to add to your collection. You'll be helping foster kids at the same time. So I'm, I'm sure look you that can... up during the break. Yeah. My new font and everything. <laughs> your new. Yeah, it is on her on her website. Okay. that's where you're supposed to be able to find it. Okay, got it. Kind of cool. All right. All right. We've got uh, Bill Trevero coming up at the top of the hour. He'll get us updated on our. Uh, our local and regional stories there. 
And uh, we'll also be talking about ESG scores and Jane's Revenge. How many people have been arrested for all of that vandalizing and burning and harassing of pregnancy center and churches? Yeah, even in our own community. Yeah, right. No doubt. 8 o'clock, CBS News is next.